good, y'all? It's Jordan Becker, the now one host of the Boundless and Ballin' Podcast. This is an emergency episode. Yeah, you heard that right. An emergency episode on 8-24, Wednesday, August 24th, around 8.30 p.m. A trade finally went through, but it wasn't the one we were all expecting. I'll tell you that much. Woj dropped an absolute bomb on on the NBA world today, saying that the Lakers and Utah Jazz are finalizing a trade for Patrick Beverly. Yeah, the Lakers are acquiring Pat Bev in exchange for Taylor Horton Tucker and Stanley Johnson. My immediate thoughts on this are, one, it's it's a uh, complicated story, I'll tell you that much. The, the Lakers really needed um, additions in terms of... Uh, defense and and shooting pat bev i have to look at the stats here but he was he did improve his three-point percentage over the years but uh the thing that strikes me the most is one by getting rid of taylor horton tucker the lakers are freeing up some cap space for next offseason that's the good thing the bad news is they traded away one of if not their best young asset in Stanley Johnson, who by by the accounts of many Laker fans was expected to have a larger role this season. I even said it myself, the Stanimal was supposed to help us out in a major way next year now that the uh, front court rotation was a little less uh, crowded. All right, I have Pat Bev's stats pulled up right here. Last season with Minnesota, he played 58 games and averaged 9.2 points a game, 4.1 rebounds a game, and 4.6 assists per game uh, shooting wise he shot 40.6 percent from the field 34 from three and 72 from the free throw line so not exactly eye-popping right there however one thing that is encouraging for Lakers fans is the fact that he has been um, even though they've been a relatively small sample size he has developed a decent three-point shot as the years have gone on uh, in his rookie year 2012-2013 with Houston, he shot uh, 37.5% from three on 0.9 makes a game and 2.3 attempts per game. That's uh, fluctuated and dipped at times because his uh, his lowest three-point shooting season was, in fact, last year at 34%. But he did manage to get close to 40% and actually hit the mark uh, twice in his career. The first one being 2015-16 with the Houston Rockets. He shot 40 from three on 1.7 makes and 4.4 attempts. And then a couple seasons after his first year with the Clippers, 2017-2018, he played 11 games. He shot 40 from three on two, <coughs> excuse me, 2.2 makes per game and 5.5 attempts per game, which is his career high as far as makes and attempts go. So relatively encouraging news there and, uh, let me double check this. Yes, he also averaged a career high in points that year with the Clippers uh, with uh, 12.2. So with Pat Bev, yeah, he does add to our guard depth quite a bit. Um, he definitely has that dog in him, as we say nowadays. Uh, definitely brings a, uh, a really solid defensive mentality. That's what he's been known for. He's a very uh, hard worker, very much of a hustle player. Um, and I've really come to uh, like him. As, uh, as the seasons have gone on, particularly now that he's not on the Clippers anymore. 
So yeah, Pet Bev, really nice addition, but this trade overall, still, still very puzzling. I'm scrolling through Twitter, and everyone on there pretty much has the same reaction, where they're just as confused as I am as to why the Lakers gave up Stanley Johnson in that trade. Mind you, he's a 6'7 wing out of Arizona, one of the only wings on the roster at that. And when in a time when the Lakers really needed, and still do now, uh, wing defenders, uh, ones that can uh, be very effective on that side of the ball, they trade essentially one of their best, which again is just mind-boggling. But I saw a tweet just now that this could mean the Lakers could have a contingency plan for uh, losing Stanley Johnson and replacing him with perhaps another wing defender. We'll have to wait and see what, uh, what that's all about. Of course, you have to factor in that trading THT for Pat Bev would not work due to salary reasons, so maybe that's the reason that Johnson was in the trade, but uh, it, it sucks, quite frankly, that the Lakers gave up one of their best young assets, honestly one of their only young assets, as sort of a throw-in for, uh, for Patrick Beverly, who is definitely not getting any younger. But uh, overall, this trade, we'll have to see what else the Lakers come up with. That's going to be key. This might be the start of, uh, this might be the first domino to fall when it comes to Lakers trades. They might not be done yet. Of course, there's still Westbrook on the table. We'll have to see how that all pans out. But uh, again, a very interesting trade that Rob Polinka and the Lakers front office made. I can tell you right now, I have friends on the, uh, on the Clippers side of things who are just absolutely disgusted and in disbelief that Patrick Beverly switched sides. Not on his own accord, obviously, but the fact that Pat Bev, who was beloved by Clippers fans, he's now a Los Angeles Laker, that is not sitting well with him, I can tell you that right now. And it's, uh, it's kind of funny, I'll be honest with you. But overall, this trade, hopefully the first of uh, a few more to come that benefit the roster. We'll have to see how the Lakers handle uh, the new shortage of wing players but uh, yeah very very puzzling move by Palenka and the Lakers as I said before uh, it's good that Pat Bev is a Laker now he brings uh, a defensive edge and defensive mentality that honestly the Lakers did not have last season outside of Stanley Johnson or LeBron Stanley Johnson Anthony Davis and that was essentially it Things might be looking up for Laker Nation. We'll have to wait and see. Until then, I'm Jordan Fecker, the now one. Stay safe, stay healthy, be well. Go Lakers. Peace.